From the Rage Room in Mammoth King Studios in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Dan. I'm Freddie. And today I thought was going to be the saddest day of my life. Yeah, we got some. There was some. There was some good. Yeah. In this. Yeah, it wasn't all uh, as sad as I thought it was going to be. Wasn't all tears for fears. Everyone wants to rule the world. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. But like, I'm just I, I was say I was gonna say it wasn't all tears, and then the fears part came, and then their hit, their hit song followed. So I said it all. Yeah, but um, do you feel good about it? Yeah, about I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. I'm happy. Okay. I'm pretty I, okay with it. I'm. I said what I said. I'm happy <laughs> with my decision. Yes. Welcome to a Die Ranger episode because it's a Thursday. Yes. That's what we do here at yes. Power Playthrough. We drop Sentai on Thursdays. And today we want to say goodbye to the Three Stooges with this episode, Farewell Three Stooges. Ugh. Originally aired November 26th, 1993. Yes. Shoji. He's riding by on his motorcycle. He's wearing his Captain America helmet. Yeah, he does, yeah, does kind of have that. He gets going. knocked off of his motorcycle and the Gorma Three Stooges are standing around again. <laughs> Remember us, baby? You know, like, just yeah. continuing. We got fired from the Gorma because we lost to you twice. Yeah. Nobody loses to you twice. They usually die. So they so they want to challenge him again, and they start off with President Gravestone. Each one of them. Yeah, each one of them wants, wants to challenge. President Gravestone, the first up, he's like, sumo. Yeah. Square up. <laughs> and it's real good because he transforms and he starts slapping that big old Gravestone around. Yeah, he's a little top-heavy, which is unfortunate for Gravestone. Gravestone gets a good move on him, and then Shoji switches to Judo and throws him out. Gravestone's like the fusion between Graves and Hammerstone. That's yeah. crazy. Wrestling. Uh, yeah, so yeah, he's able to like Judo him out. and Gravestone stands up and he goes, hey, that's not fair. That's not sumo. Yeah, and he goes... Gorma rules, man. Anything goes. True, true. <laughs> Next up, got a pop out of us. It's Telephone Sensei. She, uh, she shoots out some like uh cords, telephone wires, some yeah. spiral like the some things that anybody younger than us wouldn't know what they are. That's true. But yeah, she she uh, spits out the the telephone. The telephone, the cord. yeah, cords, cord. yeah, but like the braided cords or whatever yeah. they're called. Yeah, she shoots the them out of her hand. Yeah, and she makes a ring, a wrestling ring, and she appears up top with a cape, and that's that's where it's like it's like oh, this could be a boxing ring. Oh, well, she as soon did this she, for us. Yeah, as soon as she appeared with the cape, though, it's like no. Mm-mm. She turns around, shows off the name on the back, cutie pink. Yeah, yeah. And she uh, uses telephone explosion wires or whatever she called it, but she wraps her, him in the cords. Yeah. And she dials a number and they explode. Mm-hmm. Good. And he gets thrown out of the ring and she wins. Yeah. Shoji gets kicked out of the air and he's like, no, we're not doing this. You guys think you got stronger? Revolving Pegasus kick. And he goes and he hits one, two, three, knocks him down. Kamikaze yeah. stands up and he's like, no, no. I'm, I get to challenge you now. That's yeah. I was like, it's one, it's, one. yeah, it's one to one. We got to have the rubber match. Yeah. So he says, I'm going to like meet, meet us here. It was some, it was two some, o'clock. Yeah. But it's a number for some highway. I imagine at, at coordinates like LC two, three, four, something like that. Later at Denny's, yeah. uh, they're all, all hey, the, man, there is a Denny's. I was, Brynn and I got lost. I, I don't doubt that. I, it just like it Brynn looked, really wanted to eat at Denny's in it, Japan. It look. I want to eat at Denny's in Japan. I want to eat at Denny's. Uh, I just said that because it kind of looks like it too. That's the first thing that came to mind. Oh no, because I'm a scumbag. And we're at we're at the table. All the Rangers are there. Shoji's in his own thoughts. So he's yeah. The, and the rest of them are saying it's like you don't got to take them seriously. You you know they're they're just goofs. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You don't have to accept anything they do. They're not with the Gorma. They're, they don't have any power, you know, any sway. They're losers. They're losers. You don't have to do it. But Shoji's 
he looks at his fresh G-Shock watch, <laughs> and he's like, it's 154, I guess I gotta go. And he's like, yeah, I guess I shouldn't take them seriously. Well, I guess we should take losers seriously. Yeah. Here's some money for the yeah. food. I'll see you later. Yeah, he's keep a, the change. Keep the change. And it's funny, because he walks out cool, and then Rio's like, Shoji, that's not enough. <laughs> it's like yelling at him to come back. It's like going to lunch with our friend Alex. <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, that's, Alex always pays. Yeah, Alex always pays. Uh, yeah, he's like, Shoji, that's not enough, yelling at him as he goes out. And uh, he gets on his bike. Rin tries to uh, talk to him a bit, like to... Like, hey, man, you don't have to do this. Yeah. But something some something inside Shoji, this integrity and this... Bond. He's got a thing with Kamikaze. Yeah, this bond we we uh, delve more into is uh, pushing him forward. It's kind of crazy that this became a Shoji thing because I really thought that because the first Three Stooges episode is a Rio episode. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be a like a Rio thing, and then the second one, it's like, nah, Shoji's better for that. Well, it's like because the first one they they might as well they 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 very well could could be like threats you yeah. know they could be legit gorma threats and by the second one they already got beat you know and they're goofy they're goofy as all heck yeah so shoji has this kind of connection with them cuz they're goofy outcasts you know and like i like that i like how they did that even though he's the coolest dude in school yeah he's walking around in his full james dean just leather jacket white shirt yeah. but he's got to keep a He's got to keep it blue, so he's got a bandana tied around his arm. Yeah, he's he's a cool cat. Yeah. At the point where they're supposed to meet, the uh, Gorma are waiting for him. How and does Shoji show up in his best Kuwabara cosplay? Yeah, it's flowing white, uh, like flowing white. Um, he's got like a coat. He's got a flowing yeah, white coat with. It is like a coat. Yeah, like it's it's. He's he gra- got bandages all wrapped around his uh yeah. his abs. He's glowed up, man. He looks good. Big old white pants, black boots on. Yeah. So yeah, they they spot Shoji as he as he drives in and he pulls up next to Kamikaze. Kamikaze hands him binoculars. They see the final goal. Yeah. So that's the point we gotta reach. He goes, but there's three keys that you gotta get. Yes. Yeah. Two of the first two keys and one of the last one. Yeah. So they start, and as they're driving, Gravestone tosses out two things. We can't mm-hmm. really make them out. He's all, get from me. Before that happens, they're riding out. Yeah. And this like blue aura comes around Shoji, and he yeah. transforms, and the motorcycle transforms into the Pegasus. It was so gnarly. Oh. It was so gnarly. So it's sick. Like, blue Bolt just... Uh, Aura changed the yeah. whole the whole package, yeah. And uh, gravestone tosses out the two items I mentioned, and they latch onto the bikes. They're bombs. Yeah. Each bomb has three keyholes on it. You unlock all three. The bomb is disarmed. Mm-hmm. But if at any point the the vehicle stops, any point the bike stops, it's speed. Yeah. It's speed essentially. If it if the bike stops, it explodes. Yeah. Just or in falls case. over. Or f- yeah. Just in case uh, anyone well, listening isn't familiar with that movie, which is very possible. It's also, like, as long as the wheels are moving, it's good is what, what they're saying. It so seems that way. It seems that way that it's going off like the... Well, because there's a point where Shoji's stuck just rolling. Yeah, yeah. So. It seems like as long as the engine is going... Mm-hmm. The, um, and upright. Yeah, the bomb will not explode. So, as they're going... Shoji gets ahead. Uh, Kamikaze gets ahead. Shoji gets ahead. Kamikaze gets ahead. Neck and neck. Uh, Shoji kind of overtakes Kamikaze completely, and he gets to the first checkpoint and gets his first key, spins around, and starts going. Yeah. Uh, As he's leaving, you can see Shoji in the distance coming up, and he jumps the Kiber machine all the way to the first. Yeah. 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 As I was saying, like, the effects here are a little dated, but I wanted them, why I wanted to bring this up in there, because it's, what I said as we watched it yeah. was that, you know, think some things are going to look dated. But as long as you're emotionally, like, invested in oh. this kind of stuff, it doesn't matter. And like we the, is. Yeah, and we absolutely is. There's things like that I just, just wanted to mention. There's, like, you know, there's stuff like that, that that happens. And nowadays, sure, it doesn't look good. Like, you know, any Godzilla film, you know, obviously the old, the old ones, uh, um... It like there have been a there's lot of, some goof, yeah. You know? 
in Dive Ranger, there have been a lot of instances of strings. Yeah, you see some wire work and all that. A lot of it, actually. But if it doesn't matter how the effects look if the storytelling's good. And gosh darn it, Dive Ranger has just hit it every yep. single time. Like, incredibly consistent as far as uh, great storytelling goes. So even stuff like this where it's a little rough... Uh, superimposing you know like it's still man yeah. i'm ex this race doesn't lose doesn't lose me at all i'm mm -hmm. excited for to see what's happening after they get the the first key uh, after shoji gets uh first key uh falling uh behind uh kamikaze they start running into the tricks yeah of the gorma telephone sensei calls a calls a payphone and starts spraying Shoji down with water, and then ice to stick to his bike so that he can't move. Yeah. So the bike technically stops, but the wheels are still moving. So that yeah. keeps him from exploding. She then has the phone explode. And then we have probably like the hypest moment, which is the explosion knocks him out of his ranger form. Yeah. Back into him and his bike. And that sick outfit, like you said... Why are they gonna have him in that outfit if they're not gonna like utilize it? And yeah. they utilize it. We when the explosion dissipates and we see Shoji, he's like grimacing through pain. His helmet is split open in the front. Yeah, blood's pouring from that split in his mouth, and he is screaming like, "Holy crap! It's, it's gnarly! Real. It is super gnar gnar." <laughs> yes, this uh, awesome man. The next key is uh. The Die Ranger then show up. Yes, and they the, so they notice like telephone they, sensei. Yeah, they notice telephone sensei. They don't really do anything, but they say like, "Hey." Well, they they kind of stop the tricks from there on out because yeah. President Gravestone and uh, Telephone Sensei don't get involved from here on out. Yes. Um, the next key is on a moving bus. Yeah, the next key is on like yeah, it's on a bus. It's on the side of it, which Kamikaze comes up and grabs his. The other key is attached to the rearview mirror of the bus. Yeah, which Shoji uh, Shoji races shortly he, after Kamikaze. He almost hits this rock. And yeah, like, like it was a, it was a crazy out. shot because you're following the front of the bus. It's a tracking shot. And you're following the front of the bus and you see Shoji on his bike. Try to pass it on right. Can't pass it on right. Tries to pass it on the left. And there's just a big um, outcropping of rocks there. It swerves real hard to get back on the other side of the bus, passes it, grabs a key. like um, Inserts it into the second part of his bomb. Excellent, excellent, excellent action shooting, you know? Yeah. Uh, Kamikaze and Shoji keeps going, and they crash through some boxes, and Kamikaze slows down. He's like, that's what you get, boy. Yeah. So Shoji's ahead going over this bridge, and as they go... Uh, Zaido shows up and grabs the phone off Telephone Sensei's head and he calls Kamikaze and says, you're stupid. You're a failure. You're supposed to lose. I put bombs at the finish line. Yeah, there's the bombs are fake on the... We come to find out the bombs are fake on the pikes and the actual bombs are at the finish line when you cross it. There's like yeah. mines all over it. So he says, so be a failure and do what you do. Yeah. Lose this race. Kamikaze kind of like he has this this moment of there's like this this moment of realization that he's that he's like he starts questioning himself as like am i am i really a failure is that what i've been this whole time you know yeah. like it's 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 hitting him and then he's thinking he's like but this isn't right you know like i'm this this was supposed to be you know this is supposed to be it this is supposed to be the race between us you know so in this time, he's taken his orders and he slowed down and let Shoji pass. Yeah, because he's he's really like, I mean, it's it's a it's a big um, it's a big uh, internal conflict with him. You yeah, know? Shoji uh, overcomes him. The Die Rangers show up on the the uh, like they're they're kind of like on a dam or something it's like on that, a bridge. like an overlook. Yeah, and they transform and they get into into fights with Kapotros, uh, yeah. trying to uh, prevent all the shenanigans. That Zydos and his weird BDSM self is doing, hmm. and uh, as they're coming to the final stretch, Kamikaze he uh, regains his thing. He's like, "I'm not a loser. This was a race between men. Yeah. We're going." And he rides up next to Shoji and kicks him off the bike. Yeah, he says, "Like he real he realizes this isn't right. Yeah, you know, this isn't how it's supposed to go at all." 
He's going to win this race, and he like can. He's not going to. Also, he's not going to let Shoji succumb to this. These uh, this cheating, you know, yeah. it's, it's unfair. There are any rules in the Gorma, but a win is a win is a win is a win. Mm-hmm. And Zydos jumps in the road as he, as he as like you said, they're on the home stretch here. Zydos jumps in the road as as Kamikaze overcomes Shoji, and he tries to stop him. He keeps riding through him. Now we have Zydos on top of Kamikaze's bike, screaming at him that he's an mm-hmm. idiot. What are you doing? Stop, uh, Rin. Gets on the little uh, the aura changer and yeah. contacts Shoji, who fell on the who, when he fell on the bike, he, the bomb didn't explode. Yeah, he noticed it. So he's like he even like he even braced, thinking that you know this bomb was just going to go up right in his face. Yeah. So Rin gets on the aura changer after Shoji realizes that the bomb didn't explode. He's yeah. now trying to figure out what's going on, but Rin chimes in saying the bombs are fake, the the real explosions at the end of the line. Yeah. Shoji freaks out he's like why did he like it's all it's all coming to a head he's He's like why would kamikaze go ahead then yeah he's realizing what's happening here the other two gorma jump out as uh he's getting near and near the finish line and the dude like kamikaze the bro just guns it like just uh picks up gravestone picks up yeah, well, yeah, they jump on him because they don't want to lose their friend either. Yeah. You know, like he just guns it. He's the he realizes this is the only way. This is the right way to do things. They're not losers. You know, they're not outcasts, and we're and they're gonna prove it with this final act. Yeah, and they like it's man, it got me. It got me so good. They they he races across that finish line and they explode. They explode. Yeah. Huge explosion. And here's what gets me, is their Gorma enlargement grenades roll out. Yeah. And they hit Zydos, and they make him grow. Three. Three grenades hit Zydos, and he gets big and all, like, he's losing his mind. It yeah. Seems. Like, you said that, like, it seems like the grenades do some kind of... They uh, just fill you berserker, with adrenaline. Berserker rage kind of thing, which makes sense, you yeah. know? Probably also... You know, I'm no scientist, but probably something like that. You, your body growing huge like that. I'm sure you need that adrenaline to just keep you from, like, your heart overloading or something. I, I feel like it's kind of like the slappers that they used to have in Batman Beyond. Oh, like, good. Yeah. That's a good one, Dan. That's a very good one. Yeah. <laughs> I like Where, that. Where, like, they put it on, get, re- get yeah, yeah. yoked up for a second, yeah. get, all, get all rage-filled. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's a good thing that all the Gormas just died to Big Daddy Dirano because otherwise, any their heart was gonna burst anyway. You know, like once this was finished, only the the Gorma triumvirate seemed to be able to go big and then small. Oh, well, and then uh, Pachinko, and um, one we'll be talking about later this episode. Yeah. Um. So the Die Ranger they formed Dirano, and. They're fighting Zydos, and Zydos is fighting on even ground with Dyreno, which is different. Yeah, he actually gets a, two swipes on him, and then he catches a sword, but that's kind of where his advantage ends, because uh, they, they gave it they a name. They use their chi to electrify the sword. Yeah, and as uh, that's happening, Shoji's in the cockpit, mm-hmm. and, he, and he says, you know, I'm never going to forgive you for this. And when he does that, uh, Daimugen... Tiger. And one tiger, both show up, and Daimujin says, "We don't forgive either." Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's really kind of like shoehorned in, but it doesn't matter since it's so cool. Um, they form the Heavenly Chi Palace. The heavy, the heavy, heavenly chi, palace. heavy heavenly chi palace. They fly into the air for the great suppression, and they drop on Zydos, and then we get the weirdest thing. Like, so we get some real the whiz kind of is, stuff. This is all happening, and I go, "This is the end of Zydos." Zydos is dying here. Yeah. This is the end of Zydos. This is a big deal. Yeah. They, He's created, like, the only, like, comeback villains. Yeah. And what slides out is a laminate of Flatman. Yeah. It's, it's really... It's a flat Stanley it, version of... It gives... Yeah, it's a flat... Zydos. It gives me very The Wiz vibes yeah. just because of... The camera, you know, the cam- the film quality and all that. Mm-hmm. So I'm really thinking of The Wiz. But it also is very Judge Doom 
in Roger Rabbit yeah. after after the the steamroller, you know, and he floats away. He's like, "I'll get you," you know, like real creepy. Yes. So, but very fitting for someone like Zydos, who's just a creep. Yeah, he comes out from under Daimugan in the heavy Heavenly Chi Palace, Flat Stanley style. And he stands up, he floats in the air, and he's like, I'll get you, Die Ranger, and he disappears. Yep. Like so a we, flat fart. We cut to sunset where Shoji is mourning the fallen Three Stooges. And he sees their spirits, and they salute him, and they like say, don't worry, Shoji, good job, we're cheering you on. And he like stands up grabbing the finish line flag, screaming. Yeah. The next day, Shoji's in his in his house and he receives a package and a phone call. Yeah. And it's the Stooges and they're like, Hey, we're gonna spend the rest of our lives atoning for our sins. Yeah, and like he he's freaking out because what you're alive? And Kavakazi like looks like even deaf uh it picks us last. Yeah. <laughs> and, like which is real cute. And they said, We left you we left you something. It's all our memories. Yeah, and they yeah, and they go on to say that they're gonna atone for his sins and all that. Um, and before he can say much more, they hang up, and he opens he opens the package, and inside is like a flag that has all their signatures on it with all their their farewells to him. You know, basically saying you know like they're not gonna forget him. Keep keep at it. You know, we love you. Yeah, and all that. Real, real wholesome. <laughs> like really good i i thought you know i really thought they were just gonna be dead and i was gonna be crying yeah. but instead they're alive and they sent them something so heartfelt that i'm still crying <laughs> like it's yeah. it's i'm happy they're alive and they're out there somewhere because the gorma trio is uh amazing like amazing man yes like what a what a fun like it's it's so crazy how diverse Die Ranger is with all its villains, and like they hit all the different kind of archetypes, you know? Yeah, funny but, villains. Yeah, cool villains. I like butthead button boys. Yeah, yeah. Like you got it all, and you like they they run you through the emotional gambit of these villains. Some you really hate, and just some you're creeped out by. Some you're strangely attracted to. Some you're strangely attracted to. Some you some you just find like goofy and you love you know and some that are just the coolest anti-hero you know like just die ranger got die ranger got them villains on lock yeah come check it out you'll get it like you want man like it's it whatever your type is for villains one of these are gonna hit it for you and heroes and heroes and heroes um some fun things in these episodes so um Kieber Machine 3, uh, it's been in the intro of everything. This is only the second time that Shoji has ridden his Kieber Machine in the series. He wrote it once in the first episode, and now this one. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Wan Tiger showed up with no calling. Yeah, you you noticed that immediately, and you were talking about it. And I, I kind of was just, like, sucked into it, so I wasn't really caring. But, yeah... He just so, shows up. Uh, my thought is that since Daimugan is a person and he's also a heavenly chi beast, he can just be like, come on, buddy, let's it, go. Yeah. Turtle, We're from the same place. Turtle and tiger forever. Yeah. As it's always been in yeah. nature. Of course. Yes. Every turtle's best friend. Every <laughs> giant turtle's best friend is a smaller baby white tiger. Yes. So, in a day of sadness... Kujaku's Great Ascension is our next episode. Yeah, man. Like, every episode is just threatening to make you cry. Yes. Originally airing December 3rd, 1993, Kujaku's Great Ascension starts out with a recap of the Kujaku-Gara rivalry and the Kujaku-Daigo. The the teardrop. Yes. The search for the teardrop and her losing her feathers and once they're all gone, she's no more yeah um we open up on like the she's been living down at the docks on a boat (laughs) she's wearing all white kind of like civilian clothes yeah looking out into the ocean daigo comes visit her ask how she's doing and she's like i'm doing just fine thanks to you guys you know i got two feathers left when the last one drops i'm gonna die so you know maybe should have let off with that maybe like (laughs) i'm only down to two feathers so that means my time is nearly up but besides that 
I'm doing really well. Yeah. <laughs> so like I don't know. Other than my impending death. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing about as well. I don't as know. You honestly, can. I don't know which would be better. <laughs> honestly, I don't know which one would be better for Daigo to hear in which uh order, but I I would have let it off that way. I'd be like I'm worried because I got two feathers left, but you know what? You guys have made my my time here real nice. So Kujaku finally explains to Daiko why she's dying because of the Earth's pollution. Mm-hmm. We knew she couldn't be here because of the current state of the Earth. Yeah, but yes, the not like the um, the pollution itself is what's killing her. It's kind of like it, kind of like any you would expect with any time traveler. Any ninety three era time traveler yeah <laughs> well it's like any time traveler in general or like we go back to their time or vice versa and the air is just too pure for it's us. it's just different you know like there used to be giant dragonflies way way back because of like how the you know oxygen levels were you yeah. know so i get that i get how like yeah you can't do it now because you know them coca-cola factories are pumping away you know or whatever mm-hmm. you know Plastics, oh, deadly! You know, oh, like bang, I, yeah, bang! It's changing in here. life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, man, like you give them like a, man, yeah, like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure situation. You bring them in for like a, th- a history thesis, and then you give uh, Billy the Kid a bang. His heart's gonna explode. If you give gave Kujaku a bang, all of her feathers would have fallen off immediately. Yes, <laughs> been like, no, this is a cherry blade lemonade. Though. This is real good, not mad. Uh, <laughs> we cut to Master Kaku meditating, and he has a vision of the peacock's tear and how people are collapsing and dying. And he's like, "Oh no!" The, the, he's like inside. Yes, inside the teardrop. Is he's actually. like, "I didn't know it could bring this much pain." Oof. Yeah, it's he's he real he finds out or well with this vision he's like, Oh, this thing's gonna end humanity. He doesn't yeah. tell us how, but he's like, That's gonna end humanity. Deep in the deep, dark and spooky, we yeah. get a strawman on the red, white, and blue uh Gorma circle of demons. Yeah, it's it doubles, man. It's either for summoning demons or it's a party game. Or sacrificing Rio. Or sacrificing Rio. Whatever, man. Uh, Gara is dripping blood from her hand on a doll to create... On a, a strawman. New, yeah, on a... On a, a Terrence wicker. Strawman. <laughs> Terrence Strawman. <laughs> a Braun Strawman. Braun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Gara's dripping blood on it and summoning yeah. a demon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she got something in the works. Yeah, here. she's summoning she is... the movie Sherlock and Holmes. Holmes, oh. and, Holmes and Watson. She's just summoning a demon. Yeah, Holmes and Watson coming to ruin your Christmas. Kujaku suited up and Daigo brought her to this like beachside yeah. shrine. It's like, oh, if you would have just told me about that, hey, these people, they were worshiping uh, yeah. the peacock Buddha and. They, they saw the tear, and then it fell into the earth with an earthquake. So, so it's got to be around here. Yeah, they paint it in murals to to honor it and stuff like that, and just mm-hmm. showing pictures of. Sure enough, the the peacock teardrop, and like so, this has to be the place, right? So we get a specter yeah. that arrives. It is the spirit of vengeance for for Gara. It's wide body Gara because she's got so much armor on. And she... We, we see that beautiful head of hair. Yeah, that she's been hiding in that gimp suit. Yeah, and with that beautiful head of hair, she got a very Jushin Thunder Liger thing going on. Yeah, Google it, y'all. Go- Google it. Google Uncle Jush. Yeah. <laughs> but, don't, uh, don't Google Uncle Jush. I don't know what you're going to get. Not Uncle Jush. Google Jushin Thunder Liger. Jushin Thunder Liger, yes. <laughs> uh, Vegas native. <laughs> Oh, gave away something. Not true. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> don't believe that. Uh, <laughs> yes, don't believe that. So this thing, this uh, the specter appears and just mouth blasts. Oh, not mouth blasts. Let's not no, no, say no, no, that. No, she she gives you the the fury breath. Blast her with her mouth. Blast you with your ma- with her mouth. You gotta stop saying it. Every time you say it, it's worth. She comes worse. up and. <laughs> Every she, time you say it, it's she worth comes up and she, an explicit tag. She comes up and she mouths Daigo. Nope, don't say that one. <laughs> mm. 
she gives off a real Gozer the Destroyer vibe, and she yes. starts opening her mouth and firing Or is it off. Gozer the Traveler? I think it's Gozer the Traveler. No, the Traveler has come. The Destroyer is here. Oh, this Gozer the Destroyer. The Traveler, yes. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> gives off a Gozer the Destroyer thing where she kind of just stands there, opens her mouth, yeah. and ghosts and come out. die. Yeah. Yeah. Daigo transforms to fight her, but... Because she's a ghost and she can teleport, Gara can't touch her. Yeah. Uh, she's strictly Gaara, here to, like, claim the life of Kujaku. Well, she's strictly there to let normal Gara show up and have her final fight. Because she walks up and she's like, this is it, Kujaku, I'm not letting you live. They, they do the cool hyperspeed mm-hmm. dashing thing where uh, Kujaku and Gara, uh, like, it's it's... Good, good stuff. Uh, when um, so Dai, while Gara and Kujaku are fighting, Daigo is fighting the Wraith, and he's kind of knocked out of his transformation and thrown into a cliff. Yeah, there's well, there's like a fissure that opens up in the earth. Yes, and he's hanging from it. The other uh, two of the boys, yeah, Rear Ranger and Tenma Ranger, they show up uh, on the scene to help fight. Uh, which we don't say enough. So Ryo and Shoji show up to help fight the Wraith. Yes. Yeah. Don't really call them by their ranger names. Yeah, we don't, honestly. No. Oh, that's because we're so attached to the characters. You yeah. know what I mean? We we don't just say Blue Ranger, uh, Red Ranger. We say Sh- Shoji and Ryo. Yes. You know? our, our lovely friends, Shoji and Ryo, that we've been with for so long now. They're coming over for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, so, per- it's so personal now. Uh, Die Ranger is because they, they wrote such a good story. Yes. Now, now I feel really attached to him. So they come in to fight the Wraith, and we don't really see any of that. What do you mean the Wraith? Kazu shows up with Reen, and they're like, oh, we got to go save Daigo. But then he falls in the fissure in the ground. Yes. Uh, he falls down, and then right before hitting the bottom, float. And then does kind of like, it's like a little. It. It tracks well, but it's like he, he, right before he hits the bottom, he floats, and then he just kind of, then he just kind of spins for a bit. Yeah, like and he's kind of like the analog for the audience here because we're both like, oh, what's happening? Yeah, okay. And what's down there in the that peacock's tear? Yeah, looking, uh, looking like looking a, like a passion fruit, looking like a tropical gusher. Mm. Mm, like that, get that stuck in my teeth. Mm. And yes. it hurts because I have cavities. I don't have cavities. I'm. Just, I actually got pretty lucky with that. I didn't brush my teeth till I was like, like from the span of, I want to say eight to like sixteen. Mm-hmm. Didn't brush my teeth because my parents weren't on my case for that. Didn't lose a single one. Didn't even get cavities. And I, you know, I was munching on some Rice Krispie Treat cereal. You know, like so. I count my uh, lucky stars every day that I have every one of my teeth. Some people that aren't so fortunate. (laughs) So after he finds the peacock tear, we cut to Kajaku and a one of her feathers has hit the ground. Yeah. She is down to her final feather. Yes. Um, she gets into a battle, like the battle continues with Gara. Gara comes down on her for like a jumping strike yeah. while she's on her back. And when that happens, Kujaku releases, she, she blocks it with her dagger and then she does like a chi release. Like, yeah. Like, it, like, like it, when like a, Nappa showed up on earth and he snapped. Yes. And then like a city exploded. Yeah. Yeah. Just a flare up of power comes out and we don't know what happens Daigo who who, uh, is with the other rangers has the peacock tear and is looking for Kujaku they find one of the feathers that just fell the feather that just was lost he's now like oh my god she only has one feather left I have to find her he screams out Kujaku and goes running for her elsewhere where the the battle's taking place where the battle has thrown Kujaku and Gara. Yes. Kujaku stands weakened looking for Gara. Gara emerges from like the beach shrubbery and she bleeding from her eyes. Yeah. And we realize as Kujaku does she lost her sight yeah. from that that blast. Her her eyes are gone or whatever. When she hears Kujaku's voice, she still doesn't relent and she fires out 
blasts wildly, missing every one, but still, you know, just to illustrate how much she wants to end Kujaku or at least get her vengeance on Kujaku. Um, At this point, Daigo starts calling out for Kujaku running and then just lightning, lightning, lightning. It's cool. Like, it is some cold stuff. This dude, like, the way the lightning hits, too, it's like reverse lightning. It's like the, it's like all around the lightning. It's like when the big bad shows up. Yeah. The big good just showed up. Yeah. And he's got some bad news for Daigo. Yeah. So the Peacock's tear will open up Mm. and it will heal the world of everything it has currently, but it will also remove all antibodies from everybody's body because there is nothing there is no pollution there is nothing bad so you don't need this anymore so that when the next virus hits earth everyone will die mm-hmm. and it's, it's it's like a a newborn baby left on the floor of a kmart yeah it's done for mm-hmm. it it's not long for this world it will not can, even left off the floor of a kmart just near the food court near like the food kmart. <laughs> yeah, that that personal pe- personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut is will be the death of that child. Yes, that's essentially what's going to happen to the human race. All our immunities, like well, the antibodies gone, so all our immunities gone. And as soon as that first virus pops up, we done. Yep. And Daigo goes, "I'm saving her." Yeah, he's like, "That can't be true. You don't you don't know. You're lying." And Kaku's like, "I'm not." Yeah, like, well, like, Kaku, I I don't take Kaku for a liar. No. On anything. I think if he has something horrible to say, he's just going to say it. He is keeping a lot from the Die Ranger. Yeah. But this one, he was like, I'm saying it. You know if I'm using my voice that it means something. Yeah. He tries to run off with the Peacock Feather and... It's just, man, Kaku uses his own, kind of, like, he uses a, the gravity yeah. kind of effect, a, a gravity chi power, and brings it to him. Um, Daigo runs at him, flips, grabs the peacock feather. This or, is so funny. Yeah. Gra- or grabs a peacock teardrop, excuse he me. He goes in for a punch. Yeah. Kaku just knocks it out of the way, and he, like, flips Daigo over, and as Daigo's going, he just lifts up his leg and kicks him. Yeah, like, Daigo, like after Daigo's attack is deflected and he's flipped over, Daigo grabs the peacock teardrop, and, he, yeah, Kaku high kicks him in the chest, mm-hmm. falls to the ground like a schlub. Yeah, like, yeah. And then he picks it up still and runs away, and then Kaku just uses chi power and blows him into some rocks yeah, off he, of a ooh, mountain. This actor... I, and I'm guessing it's whoever's, I'm guessing it's the Daigo actor because I just have, you know, I think it's just that way. This dude tumbles on some rocks, some, yeah. some, some real, uh, like jagged looking rocks. Hopefully that was one take. Hopefully he didn't have an hour of that you know, because geez, that looked rough. Yeah. He There's, takes it. You can't fake that. And when the tear, teardrop hits the ground, it glows with the peacock energy and Kaku comes out. Not Kaku. Kujaku comes out of it. And she goes, Master Kaku, I'm still using a drop of this, so I'm going to go. And she picks it up, and she kind of like dusts off Daigo a little bit, and she takes off. Yeah, this and this kind of like shows even... This uh, illustrates even further how like perceptive and intuitive uh, Kaku is. Mm -hmm. Doesn't do a thing to stop her. He's like, all right, see you later. Because he knows. He knows what's happening next year. Uh, Kujaku runs with the, the teardrop, mm-hmm. uh, like she, she, uh, what, like well, she turns into her, she turns into her peacock form and she yeah. flies to, she flies to the battlefield where Gara and Gara are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Jushin the, Thunder Gara and Gara. Yeah. And Daigo and the other Dai Rangers show up to go help Gara and she goes, no, this is enough. And blind Gara kind of throws Wraith Gara in front of them. Yeah. And they they all start battling, and Kujaku and Gara are standing across from each other and goes, this is our final fight. One of us dies. I... And Gara takes her sword, and she shoots like a purple laser, and Kujaku just stands there because she's blind, and then comes back and blows a laser back at her and lets her fall on the ground. She then jumps on her, has the dagger to her throat. Yeah. 
And Gara says, end me. Kill me. And instead, she takes the teardrop, pours it on Gara's scar. A tiny little bit. And she goes, this is why I studied under the Peacock Buddha, to heal you of this scar. Yeah. And she says, she tells her to open her eyes and also to feel her face. Yeah. Her, the it's gone. Like, when, and I love this so freaking much, when she heals her, heals her eyes, heals her face, the spirit, the, the angry, vengeful spirit immediately dissipates. Yeah. So it's like. Gara's vengeful spirit is now gone. Yeah. That act, that act uh, cured her of yes. not only like the physical wounds, but also just all that, that, that rested in her heart, you know, all that, all that spite, that vengeance, you know, that, that bad, bad energy, you know, that yeah. she's been carrying for so long uh, was destroyed by that act, that gracious act of self-sacrifice, more or less, because she's not using it on herself. She could have. You know, easily done that. Yeah. So Kujaku leaves with the tears and Daigo kind of runs after her and she Gara. Oh, we should say Gara not knowing what to do. She's like, I just got saved. She I'm out. Yeah, she takes off. Kujaku runs to the, the shore and in a call back to Zoo Ranger, she takes her problem and just throws it in the water. Yeah, <laughs> that's future. That's the future's problem right there. Yeah, yep. And that's it's it's nice to see that again. Yeah. Honestly, just, like, just no. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we throw our problems that's, in the water. That's a, yeah, like we do. In you Vegas. got a problem? Go tell it to the mountain. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> tell it to the mountain. <laughs> that's, how, that's how we. That's how we do it in Vegas, man. Throw it in Lake Mead, whatever. That, or bury it in the desert. All you go tell it to the mountain. Tell it to the mountain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Daigo kind of freaks out. He's like, "No, you're gonna die. It's okay." And she's like, "Don't worry, man. I'm gonna die." And her final peacock feather yeah. falls, and she dies in Daigo's arm. Yeah. And I'm not gonna play the song again. Yeah. But you know what I'm thinking. Yes. Yes, I know what you're thinking. She. Daigo kind of picks her up like I gotta I gotta take her I gotta take her with me yeah because I she, love her she, but uh, this is all I have of her is this shell yeah she she says her goodbye to Daigo and she says she was very uh, I couldn't do it justice but she says she's very thankful to meet Daigo yes you know? and she you know she, she I don't think because of the kind of being she is I don't think she's I think she's like above kind of infatuations like that being a deity of sorts but as close as she can get to that i feel she feels for daigo yeah you know um but yeah she's six thousand years old you can't feel love at that age yeah it's like manhattan man you're so like kind of detached from base human emotions yeah so yeah so when he's holding her body the peacock energy returns her to her dr manhattan not the city both actually, <laughs> yeah, it gets both uh, actually. So detached from human emotion. That's why this, his name was Doctor Manhattan, not is, because it was the Manhattan Project, but oh, just because of how crappy city is. and and heartless that city is. Yeah, if you're, we're not maligning the people of New York. <laughs> you know, if you're, if no, you're, but you're you're just on a note of evil. I've been there a couple times. Like Ghostbusters Two showed us. Yeah, you got a hate slime river running through you. You're good people though. Yeah. You just—it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. You got all that—that that, uh, Mexican brand yogurt rolling underneath the the it's old Puerto Rico up there. It's Puerto Rican brand yogurt. Oh, excuse me, Puerto Rico. Well, I just think of the stuff at a ninety-nine cent store that comes in. Yeah, the yogurt. They, they just find ways to put yogurts in in like um, containers that were never meant for yogurts, or you never see any yogurts. You know, like they—they're constantly innovating the game. The yogurt game. Yeah, where you find yogurt in different containers that just like always startle you oh, when you, you see wanna, you want a you want a nike air force one full of yogurt we got that yeah you uh, you want a pencil bag full of yogurt that's fine got the zipper and everything so when the peacock energy takes <laughs> her away she be, assume, reassumes her peacock form but leaves daigo with another feather and the yeah. pearl from her headdress which yeah. i thought was the peacock tear which would have been funny yeah 
And we find out that she has ascended to heaven to become the peacock goddess of wisdom. Mm -hmm. And we get to see her new form where she's got this beautiful golden headdress and a full white dress. Sterling white, just and glimmers beautifully. Yeah. And she gets to say her goodbye to everyone as a god. Beautiful. Well done. Now, Another story ended uh, masterfully for Dire Ranger. We have ended two story arcs this episode. Three Stooges and Kujaku. And the next one seems to have and all the makings of a third one ending. A Straight Line to Mom. This one aired December 10th, 1993. And we start out with a recap of episode 37 and 38, which is the appearance of uh, Dairi... Dairinju? I don't... Dairiusion. 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 And uh, Kaku going to the Emperor, asking for the ceasefire, Evil Co. And Surpr- then, surprisingly showing some restraint and not showing the branding. Yeah. I thought this was a shoe win. Oh, I was sure that we were going to see the brand. You got, mom, you got mommy in that title? Okay, I'm going to see this kid scream. Yeah. <laughs> um, Reen leans over the, her balcony at night, kind of just hoping for Ko's return. She's just like, Ko, where are you? I miss you, boy. I miss you. Um, as the night changes today, Akamaru arrives at a temple with a bunch of Kotpotros in his cart. Yeah. And he blows his little party favor. And yeah. We, his, yeah. And his menacing Gorma shows up. Yeah, we know man Silverhorns, but uh Silverhorns the Western boy uh, yeah. of terror. Yeah, but here is a uh, Thunderbolt or also known as Ikazuchi. Ikazuchi. Yeah. Ikazuchi. Maybe that's just Thunderbolt in yeah. Japanese. Uh but yeah. Menacing. Like in this light. Literally, I guess, in this light with the pincers and all that. Dude's scary. Yeah. And he's kind of... Akamaru tells him to guard while he's inside to make sure no one comes up. A little bit in the park, we see a bunch of kids playing soccer and the ball gets knocked over to some swings and they're like, go get the ball. And this kid goes over and he's like, guys, come here, look at these footprints. And they're big old monster prints. Yeah, yeah, they are. So so they follow them because they're kids, of course. And they come up to the temple. And they hear a woman scream. And they look inside and they see Ko's mother chained to the ground and a little boy covered in Did you say butt- chained to the ground? Chained. I thought you said chained to the ground. Chained to the ground. <laughs> I thought, um, I said this as we watched it. I thought this was like a black lab in humans clothes. Mm-hmm. Just the way... It kind of you kind of peered on it, you know. I thought it was a black lab wearing woman's clothing, <laughs> but yes, it is Ko's mother, yes. as we know. And we see Ko, uh, or we see Akamaru giving some exposition, saying like, "You ain't seen him till his tenth birthday. He's gonna be a gorma. Ko, Ko a gorma." So the kids uh, are startled by um, Ikazuchi. Yeah. Well, like. They kind of make a sound, and Akamaru turns around. He's like, who's watching? Yeah. And he's like, Thunderbolt, get him. Yeah, Ikazuchi shows up, and like anyone, they are... They freak out. Poops. This is poops in the pants terrifying, you know? They take off. They run away. Luckily, they run into Reen, who's on her bike doing her grocery shopping. Yeah, these guys seem to be friends of Ko because they they know that name. Because they tell Reen, it's like... We saw this boy and this this woman chained up, and they were talking about Ko being a gorma. Yeah. Hey, they said that Ko's going to turn, and that's his mother, and yeah. the boy was covered oh. in buttons, and I don't understand it. It's, it's real bad. Yeah. he would If he came to school, we'd definitely beat him up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, like if this was any other setting, he would definitely get wedgies and swirlies. Yeah. You know, but but since he's rocking around with a blig with with a blig with a blig with a blig blow uh silver silver horn monster, it's <laughs> tongue twisters. Yes. So as they're like doing this, like a a lightning bolt of energy comes Soon, through. Yeah. And knocks the boys and Reen over and She's like, run away, run away. And get guess the who it heck is? out of here. It's Thunderbolt. And what does he do? He grabs Reen by the neck. First 
first thing he does clamps her yeah and then just he gave her the clamps boss <laughs> yeah, yeah and he yeah, just yeah. throws her into a tree she transforms into ho ho ranger and she gets into a fight she calls but she she uses the orange ranger she's like get here quick she's like boys 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 and then cut potros show up and then the boys come riding in on their motorcycles yes yeah yeah. Oh, that fan is off, and I am immediately. Oh yeah, it got immediately sitting in soup. Oh yeah, it got I am hot just. I am just sitting in a broth right now. That fan is has been off for a minute thirty, and I am losing it. Yeah. Holy. Woo. The fans started making loud noise. Yeah, that fan, we had to take it off for the quality of the show. But now I am wet. <laughs> just so you know, everyone. I am now a sweaty, sweaty boy. It's crazy. It's crazy how fast that happened. And why is it specifically my elbows? It happened as soon as I turned it off and sat down. I was like, Yeah, oh, I no. showed a little bit of discipline there for a minute, but I got a comment now. <laughs> I don't know how, but like immediately the sweatiest part is just my elbows. It's like my the, neck. the the inside like of my elbows and all that. It's just whew, Whoa. This is bad. <laughs> Yeah. All right, but we're it's okay. We're going to muscle through this. You realize this is how the summers were, even with the fan on. Yes. I forgot about that since it was so long ago. So she is in her battle with Thunderbolt, and then the Kapotros show up. The boys get there, already yeah. transformed, and they bring out the die rods, and they start getting to work. Mm-hmm. Reen takes off, and Daigo's like, what's going on? She's like, Ko's mom's over there. I'm going. Yeah. She's like, yeah, go. When Reen runs up, Ko's mom's getting loaded onto a cart because little boy's found her. she got to get moved. Yeah. When she's she's uh, darting over at the little rickshaw, uh, Akimaru summons more Kapotros. So. She's being chased by Kapotros, and now she's being flanked by Kapotros. There's a lot. Yeah. When this is uh, to further delay them, uh, Akimaru blows on the party favor again. And uh, Ikazuchi, Thunderbolt, go big. Yes, he does. Uh, Ryuseo goes to face him and says, uh, Ryo goes, just keep getting the mom. Yeah. Just do the mom thing. And Rin's like, okay, I'll do it. When the the fight going on between Ryuseo and um, Ikazuchi happens, it's decently even. Until he lets out a thunderous wave of like multicolored lightning that 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 webs across the sky and strikes everything in its path. At this point, Akamaru gives a little bit of exposition. He's like, yeah, when I was in hell, I brought this monster with me when I left. So he's a different kind of Gorma beast. Yeah. So, yeah, get ready for that. So he's pulled out of hell with him. And so it affects everybody. Everybody starts screaming, grabbing their head. And it activates Ko, who's in a coma. <laughs> ah, that's mine. That's mine. I said that. And and, and, <laughs> and I got mad about it. Yeah, you did. You, you did get mad, but I'm glad. Here he's we in a coma. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he's woken up by this spell, is turned into the Kiba Ranger, and he shows up on the battlefield. Before... Everything goes down. The sky goes dark. And who's back? Dairyusion. Mm-hmm. Because the Gorma have broken protocol. They yeah. they have broken the truce and he is back. Yeah. Like, what do you think was going to happen? Emperor? Like, Gorma 15? What do you think? So, Thunderbolt is working over Ryusei. Ba- basically, like, the ultimate daddy comes in and does the whole, like, I'm here. You playing with that TV? I yeah. told you not to play with that TV. You're gonna mess up my presets. I told you don't touch that thermostat. Yeah, I'm at. It's at where I like it. Yeah, like this is bad. Yeah. This is bad. <laughs> so when Ryuseo is getting beat up out of the from the side of the screen, the sword of one tiger comes in and hits and him. Hits Ryuseo, and yeah. now it's Ryuseo and Thunderbolt this... versus it's Thunderbolt and Kiba and one tiger. Versus Ryusei. Yeah, this is this is bothering me because I don't remember. Like, I know he was under control and all that, but like now, like after after the battle ended, he was no longer in control. He wandered off on his own volition, 
But now he's back, and now he's attacking Rioseo. And I yeah. understand that Gorma, the Gorma is a uh, gonna get you. Gorma gonna get you, and it's building up inside him. Yeah. So the it's he's. I think the evil hell magic probably woke him up to do that. Yeah. There is I there is some like dialogue uh, on that, but yeah, it 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 sucks right now for for Rioseo. Um, Ko's mother uh, lit, uh, holds out a, well, she pulls the ring off her hand and tosses it to yeah. uh, Ring, who catches it. And she says something, but she isn't able to finish. She says heavenly something. She says, take it to heavenly. And then when the thunderbolt magic came down, yeah, uh, something happened and she couldn't finish her sentence. Yeah. The, so. And then the, then daddy uh, sets foot on earth. Yeah, and everything goes black because um, Dairyujin. Yeah, Dairyujin, like, makes landfall, starts breaking stuff. We start to see like buildings and people start to run in terror, and then there's a man on fire. Yeah, like, running. and not like an earthly fire. Like this dude is burning from the inside via via his sins. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best way to put it. This dude conflagration via. Your naughty thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wan Tiger and Ryu Seo are knocked over. Yeah. And Ryu exits and Ko goes back to sleep in his cave. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on this rooftop and Master Kaku's like, yeah, they broke the truce, man. I don't know what's going on. And Yako uh, Bi- chan he pops out of Ryu's jacket and he's like, hey, um... This is going down, and it's the evil thoughts, and we need to go get Ko, and we need to stop the battle so that we can all survive. Let's go. And Reen pulls out the ring, and she's like, everyone kind of goes, what's that? And goes, uh, Ko's mom gave it to me, Yeah, and I don't know what to do with it. Yeah, so that's that's what, uh, that's what our threads right now. Um, yeah. With the triumvirate, they're speaking to Akumaru, who say like, well, you just kill his mom. Yeah. Kill his mom. There's no threat of him seeing her to, and stopping his Gorma process. Yeah. And Akamaro says, uh, No, I'm going to watch. Yeah, like I'm going to watch Ko He cry. wants to keep her alive so she can see Go or Ko when it's too late. Yeah. And watch, like, basically just, he's a real spiteful buttonhead butt nut right yeah. now. The buttonhead butt nut. And uh, and and um Shadam is like I'm I'm not liking this because Ko says, and once that happens, you're losing all your power because I'm being put in charge. Yeah. Because I'm gonna succeed where you failed, because I'm gonna defeat the die rangers. Eat my eat my butt, eat my butt, eat my butt. Um and Shadam's like, All right guys, this can't fly anymore. Well Zod's- Gara and Zydos yeah, Gar- are like we can't lose our power. Yeah, Zaido said, like, we're actually going to lose our power if this happens. So Shadam's like, I got an idea. Shad- the next thing we see is uh, Gorma 15 up in his up in his uh, Illuminati palace. Yeah, and he's knitting a sweater for Akumaru. Yeah, because that's his favorite grandson. He wants him to not be cold. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's December. He's uh, wearing shorts. Yeah. He's wearing, yeah, very light material. Yeah. yeah. All, all these buttons and not, not, not a cardigan to be seen, you know? Um, so Shadam comes to him and uh, Gorma 15 turns like, you enter here without permission? Yeah. Get out of here now. And we don't get any words from Shadam. He just looks at Gorma 15 and Gorma 15 looks back at him. But he like smiles at Gorma 15 and Gorma 15 gets this look on his face like, like what are you doing? Yeah. What, yeah. Interesting. And that's it. Uh, we see Ring back in the apartment, and she's trying to figure out what to do with the ring, and then she remembers the heavenly line. Calls the others? Yeah, and she's like, she mentioned something about heavenly. Maybe she meant the heavenly lilai balls. Yep. She she orders the boys to put the... <laughs> to put the balls on the table. Yeah. She she's The put, ring's in the middle. She says to all the boys, show me your balls. Put them on the table. I'm going to put this ring in between them all. When she does, worse every second. (laughs) The ring starts glowing green and it flies away, and they run after. Yeah, she's like, it must lead us 
to her. It must lead us to Coast Mother. Let's yeah. go. They follow it. They go to uh, the, well, we go to, the audience goes to uh, the lapidated resort. Yeah, which it could be the same resort from Jew Ranger. Yeah. Um, we don't know. It's out of season. The Gourmet Trio are standing in front of Akamara and he says, I have orders yeah. to kill Ko's mother and if you get in my way, to kill you. And he's like, nah, that ain't going, that, it ain't going down like that. Yeah. And he blows his little thing and Thunderbolt shows up and Shotham kind of takes a step back and he's like, oh wait, Gara, Zydos, take care of it. And he walks past him and goes in and sees Ko's mother. And here's where it gets weird, y'all. Shotham comes up and, and he's we'll like, let, we'll let you take the reins on this. And he goes, it's, it's you? Yeah. He, You're Ko's mother? And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah. And he's like, does that mean? And then Akamara shows him and he's like, dad, you're not killing her. He goes, wait. That's your son? He's like, yeah, that's my son. She's like, does that mean? <laughs> yeah, she's like, yeah, that's my son. He sucks. And then the green ring comes back onto her finger, and she looks down, and then the die rangers show the, up. You hear the footsteps of, of, of the crew running through the hall. Yeah. And there's a funny, there's a funny, uh, like, there's a funny, um, how's it go? Akamara's like, you know her? Well, there, like, there's like, hold on, hold on. It went, it went like, Ko's mom. Die Rangers, Gorma, <laughs> like they're yeah. just everyone just like saying their name, just shouting at each other. Ko's mom, Die Ranger, Gorma. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's exactly what everyone is. He, he, he does the mouth blast. Yeah, and they transform. We outside now. Yeah, we're outside and we're having a big old fight. Capotros, Die Rangers, all that's going down. He blows the whistle and. Thunderbolt's big again. Oh, we forgot to say, uh, Thunderbolt... He transforms without a Gorma grenade. Well, Thunderbolt was outside uh, dealing with Zydos and Gara under the instructions of We, we did that. Oh, we did do that? Yeah. I thought, I thought we missed it. Excuse me. I am incredibly sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the Kapotros has a sword on uh, Ko's mom's throat, and Rin goes to aid her, but Akamaru gets in the fight. Uh, yeah. Ryuseo is fighting, the sky goes dark again, and Dai Ryujin is back, and he's lit up. Kaku's just still standing on that roof, just staring at him like, oh, this is it. Ko's in the cave, wakes up, glows gold, Yeah, he's Kiba Ranger, and that is where we are going to end the episode. Yes. A lot happened here. Yeah. A lot happened here. I thought it was going to be the end of Kujaku's storyline, the end of the Stooges storyline, the end of the Kiba Ranger storyline. Oh, that The one, last I, one we ended Demon Boxer storyline. I thought that it's like, oh, we're wrapping up everything because we're going in. They yeah. are wrapping up everything yeah, because they're going into Endgame. Home, home stretch. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess the keep keep one's a little too big, a little too much percolating for it to be contained in one episode. So we're Eight episodes gonna, left of Die Ranger. We're gonna continue this with next week's block. Yes. Uh but it leaves a lot to look forward to. But that's you know, no different from any Die Ranger day. Yeah. There's always more to look forward to. And until there isn't and then we're depressed. Yeah, but then we've got Kaku Ranger. Yeah, yeah. And so, that should that should be a fun time. Uh Ko's been missing since episode thirty eight. So, yeah, this is some big stuff. I mean, his physical appearance has been missing, but my want for him is not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Co. There hasn't been a whole lot for re- redemption, but hey, man, we got a big one coming up. So we'll see. We got eight episodes left. There's still time to love you. Yeah. So absolutely. Absolutely. And happen. I think it can that, happen in one episode. Honestly, I believe that's kind of like. I, that's the writing. I think that I think that's the writing, and I think it's doing a good job of making you not really care about this kid until they make you care about this kid. Yeah. You know? So we'll see. I'm putting a lot of faith in it. I Die Ranger hasn't disappointed me. And and um, we're at a little bit over an hour, so I think we're gonna call it here. Yeah. And thank you so much for listening to our show. We bring you new episodes every Monday and Thursday on your favorite podcatcher, and we're on all of them. That's so, right. If you like our show and you want to support us a little more than just listening to the free show, which we appreciate if if you do. Yeah, if that's just if that's your game, thank you so much anyway. But if you want to go a little deeper and you feel 
that generous, you can head over to patreon.com slash power playthrough where we're yeah. putting out new episodes of other Saban shows. At the time of this recording, it's VR Troopers. It yeah. could be something different by the time you're listening to yeah. it, baby. If you're just like, hey, man, I want to hear these sweaty boys talk more about the 90s. Yeah. Go over there. <laughs> it definitely happened there. Yeah. And if you like our theme song, you can head over to rainer.bandcamp.com and get yourself a digital download of that. We want to thank those boys for allowing us the use of the theme song Power Playthrough. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, like, thank you. Thank you, boys, for making that. And while you're there, get yourself a vinyl. Okay. Uh-huh. Just get it. Yeah. Don't ask questions. Don't think about it. Go get it. Go get yourself a t shirt for $5 because that's how much they are at the time of this recording. Yes. Uh, we're on social media. On. Instagram at Power Playthrough, on Twitter and Facebook at P Playthrough. If you want to go find the things that we're thinking about in the moment, go over there. DM uh, us, whatever. Yeah, we'll talk to you. If you want to see us at your local convention, you can contact your convention uh, promoter, yeah, organizer, promotion. whatever you want to say, yeah. and we'll be there. We'll be out there giving daps I and hugs to everyone. I for a minute, and I thought of the, that Britney Spears song, and I just remembered that Britney Spears song and how much it kicked butt. I watched uh, Goldmember last night, and Britney Spears was in that movie, and I forgot about it. Wow. She's a fembot in that movie. She is. Yeah. That's right. That's right. It's crazy. I got to go listen to Womanizer again. I forgot. That song slaps. <laughs> so we're going to go listen to Womanizer, <laughs> and we'll bring a new episode to you tomorrow on Patreon, Monday on the... Yeah. On the every other place. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and may the power protect you. Ruin your New Year's. If you buy that movie, buy it and then just send it, send melt it down and send it to the. uh, Man, this joke's lost. Cut.